Hey folks, welcome back to Holy Spirit Soapbox. This is Dan once again, and I'm so glad you're here. I went to a conference for my company recently. I'm just jumping right in today. I went to a conference for my company recently, so I'm a tent maker, all right? As Paul was a tent maker, we I work in a company, and the money that I, I get from them, I use for Christ as much as I can, so a tent maker. And it was exciting to see so many people that, I, that I've never met before, and to just like hang out with them, you know? And... I've had video chats and emails or instant messages and, and all these back and forths with these people and I've never met them. So it was really, really fun. I had a great time and made some great friends. Now, if any of you have ever gone to a work conference, especially if your company has a lot of money, it's like a, a large corporation like mine, you know they put on this show for the employees so that everyone can just get like excited and feel like they have this huge purpose in the company. And no matter what role you have, the company usually does like a great job putting some fun things together so that you can all get amped up, right, when we when we get back from that conference. Like there'll be awesome presentations, you know, lights and music and like dinners, like really good dinners, by the way, bowling and dancing or whatever. You know, they put all these things together. It's, it's crazy. But there are a few expectations in that conference, though. Like when you went to these conferences, you couldn't just have fun and just go home. That, you know, you, you weren't there just to have a good time and then just go back home and then be as you normally would be or learn nothing from the conference and just do what you were normally doing. All right. First, you had to have drive to learn more so that you actually understand the direction and guidance of that company. And the second thing that was an expectation was we all had to take all this stuff and make it a part of our day to day kind of make it like part of our behavior or just part of our everyday life when we're working. And then and then finally, you now have this expectation to go out and put this to work to better serve the company and our customers. If there's like a lack or denial of any of these three things, the company may not see the growth that they would expect to see. And, and you almost have to wonder why you're part of this company anyways. Like, doesn't this sound awfully familiar <laughs> in a way? Seriously, like, as followers of Christ, this is the goal of living that role of whatever your role is within the body of Christ. You know, first we have to understand that we don't have all the answers and we have to want to learn and have that drive to understand the direction and guidance given to us by God. And then second, we have to take all this new wisdom from God's word and, and community, of course, and make it a part of our day-to-day. -day. Then, And then we do have this expectation, too, to live as Christ, to better serve friends, family, and our communities. The difference here, though, is with a company, you're led by man. You know, managers, directors, VPs, CEOs, whatever. But in the body of Christ, who are we led by? We're led by God. In our episode, Rethinking Church, we talk about utilizing our spiritual gifts in the Holy Spirit, of course, to further bring the good news of Jesus Christ to the world. This is what we're supposed to do in the body of Christ. But there's also an importance with attending congregations and fellowships, and even small groups, so that we can continue to grow in our knowledge of who God is and what He's been doing in our lives, and then go out and participate in the world with what God gives us. That's how we're supposed to live as Christ followers. When we leave these group 
quote-unquote conferences or church, and, and it's not just on Sundays, it should be this refreshing time where you can take everything that we've learned and then help ourselves be transformed to take on an identity in Christ. And now, for those who are given the leadership role in the church of the body of Christ, or those who want to continue to help lead people towards Christ, there was this one thing that all of these managers, directors, VPs, CEOs, CFOs had at the conference that I attended for work. And that one thing was passion. Passion. The word passion is defined as such, a strong or powerful emotion or feeling of intense enthusiasm towards or compelling desire for someone or something. Now I'm taking these definitions from the American Heritage Dictionary and Wikipedia in respective order. And you've probably also heard of or have seen the passion of the Christ. Now, Jesus Christ, our Lord and Savior, had this intense passion. I've said this so much here. Passion for us to die on the tree and give us eternal life in heaven. And he still does have this passion for us so much that he wants to give us these individual gifts to help others experience his love. Jesus has many forms. This is the first time I'm actually saying this. It's just like came to me right now. It's kind of incredible. But Jesus has many forms, meaning every time you look at different people, including yourself in a mirror, you should see Jesus, right? And as people in the church, and especially church leaders, we all need to have this passion because when we accept Jesus as our Lord and Savior, his passion flows through us, okay? But we have to have the drive and desire, to love Christ, and then have this passion for showing love to others. When I left that conference a few months ago, I did feel a little riled up to get out there to my customers and serve them better, knowing that I, I am part of this great company. You know, although the final goal for the company is making more money, which in turn makes everyone more money within the company, it still gives us that kick in the pants to get moving and use our talents for the company. You know, Jesus was and still is the ultimate guide for what passion for the church looks like. He set the bar for what a passionate Christ follower should look like. He didn't just do it at synagogues on, on a Saturday or a specific day. It was every single day. If our bosses at this work conference just pointed and shouted directions at us, what kind of leaders are they? Right? They actually... They actually do have this passion for the company and want the company to succeed. They want to get the word out about the company. They want us to succeed so we all can feel great about continuing to help the company grow. They lead by example. Church leaders, teachers, preachers, etc. should do the same. Church leaders shouldn't shout at people and give them orders but should lead by example of having a passion for following Christ and doing the will of the Father exactly how Jesus did. But hey, I'm talking to everybody too, including myself. Non-church leaders should do the same, right? It doesn't matter who you are. Everything we're taught by Jesus is to lead by example because he had this passion in his heart which translated to action. 
Check out these verses from John chapter 13, okay? Verses 13 to 17. I'm reading from the New King James Version. John chapter 13, verses 13 to 17 says this. You call me teacher and Lord, and you say, well, for so I am. If I then, your Lord and teacher, have washed your feet, you also ought to wash one another's feet. For I have given you an example that you should do as I have done to you. Most assuredly, I say to you, a servant is not greater than his master, nor is he who is sent greater than he who sent him. If you know these things, blessed are you if you do them. Now, this is Jesus talking, and this, this comes right after he washed his disciples' feet. And washing feet was a huge form of humility. I mean, you think about people around in sandals all day, and, and sometimes they didn't get a chance to wash them, especially when you're camping out in the wilderness, and it's sandy in the desert, and muddy sometimes where there's water if it's raining. People had gross feet. I mean, I have gross feet if I don't wash them for like, 16 hours, you know, from the last shower I had or something. Like, I can't imagine days, okay? But Jesus washed their feet, leading them into what humility looks like, all in the passion of fulfilling God's will. I said passion a lot today. That is the word of the day. Meditate on it today, though. That without passion for God, without passion for following Christ, and passion for the creation of God, action will be more of a doing than a being. And we should get amped up whenever we hang out with fellow followers and let that passion grow in us as Jesus so the Spirit will move through us. Let's get out there. Let's get after church, after Bible study, after this podcast, after that video, the sermons you're watching on TV, whatever it is. And you just, oh, yes, let's go. I want to get out to my customers, quote unquote, who is everybody. (laughs) I want to get out there and I want to praise Jesus. I want to praise God. I want to give the gospel to everybody. I want to be amped up. I want to be riled up. Let's go. And then that passion translates into action. Now, I'm all riled up. I don't know if you can tell by how crazy I just got in the past like minute or so, but I, I am. I'm riled up, and I hope you are too. I, I, I hope that we could just get out there, right, and just like let's live like Christ. Like let Christ live through us and just be Christ-like. Let's get to know God so well that it, he, he becomes our, it's our second nature. It's our day-to-day. All right, so I have some verses to meditate on. These are in the description as well if you can't get to them right now. And as well as the questions that I'm going to ask you after them. But here are your verses. I'm going to read them out loud to you. And then we're going to discuss them really quickly. The first one is Proverbs 11:14. I'm reading this from the New King James. It says this, Where there is no counsel, the people fall. But in the multitude of counselors, there is safety. Join communities or create communities. We need us fellow Christ followers to, to stay together, stick together, and then continue to go create more Christ followers. Okay? So then we can have this large community that we can lean on each other and we can listen to each other and we can learn from each other and we can see God in each other and we can see God's wisdom in each other and we can praise when we need to praise and we can pray when we need to pray. Where there is no counsel, the people fall, but in the multitude of counselors, there is safety. We do better together. We do. As a, as a human race. 
Create in God's image, we do better together. The second verse here is from Ephesians chapter 4, verses 11 to 13. It says this, And he himself, he's talking about Jesus, And he himself gave some to be apostles, some prophets, some evangelists, and some pastors and teachers, for the equipping of the saints, for the work of ministry, for the edifying of the body of Christ till we all come to the unity of the faith and of the knowledge of the Son of God, to a perfect man, to the measure of the stature of the fullness of Christ. And this keeps going with some meatiness, okay? Explaining that it's important for us to take all these spiritual gifts and use them for edifying each other. Edifying means teaching, essentially. Gaining wisdom, God's wisdom so that we can continue to actually grow in God's wisdom and not be swayed by the world with false teachings or whatever. Again, this is why we have church. This is why we have community. And this is why we need to, this is what we have to to show people. The gospel, the good news of Jesus Christ will lead them to this. We're trying to unify people. We're not trying to break people apart here as Christians. We never were. If you're a Christ follower, we're trying to unify the world under Christ. We're not trying to break people and divide people. We shouldn't do that, okay? We should be creating this good community. And when I say good, God equals good, right? So we have to create this community of God, of good. And that's the goal. That's the goal to have more people see Jesus and understand Jesus and learn who God is. So that we can celebrate together. Now here are your three questions. I I don't like to say these are actionable items or anything like that. These questions are put here. So that we can really look so deep into our hearts. So that we can be like, okay, how can I love God more? How can I deepen my love for God even more? So here are your three questions. Here's number one. It says this. In this season in your life, do you feel like you have a passion for God? If so, have your actions shown this passion? If you have a passion and drive for God, you will accept that Holy Spirit. You will accept Jesus Christ to work through you. Do your actions show that? Hmm. Question two. How can you influence others to gain a passion for Christ and for God's will? And then question three. What can you do today that can further grow your passion for God? Jesus. Thank you so much for joining in today. You're such a blessing to us as we always say, but we really, really mean it. Thank you for listening in, right? Thank you for listening to Holy Spirit Soapbox. Thank you for telling people about it. Thank you for telling people about Jesus. If there's anything that you want to hear on the show, definitely reach out to us. We get back to everybody that emails us. We get back to everybody that chats us. If if you're in the area, we'll get a coffee with you. We'll get lunch with you. Please, definitely, we want to hear from you as we have been. And we want to thank everybody that's reached out to us and gave us feedback and that has asked for prayers and that have prayed for us. You're, you're encouraging to us. You're amazing. And God loves you. We love you. And I want to pray over everybody right now. So if you can take your prayer posture, if it's safe to do so, let's do that. Let's talk to our Creator. Our Father, you have given us the perfect influence and example in Jesus Christ. You've, you've shown to us the way to be great encouragers of man, to to want to pursue you because it's the only way to give us true joy, true peace, true hope, and true love. 
We ask that you continue to provide to us wisdom with daily bread of your word and to provide to us the things that we need, our gifts, to continue to participate with you in our day-to-day life. We want to make you a part of our day-to-day. We want to make you a part of us. We want to have this passion for you. We want to continue to grow with our, within our identities in you so, so we don't stray and we don't fall into temptations of the world. And we pray for all of this in Jesus Christ's holy name. Amen. <laughs>